0: Today on Talk About That, I go bargain hunting for fashionable eyewear and write celebrity announcements for the Nashville airport. Meanwhile, John gives a history lesson about restaurants and cuts line at the airport. Plus, a conversation about changing directions in life. Today's episode is not sponsored by Window Shades. Let us help you update your privacy policy. Let's go. Well, Johnny, we're
1: back at it again. It's another episode of Talk About That. You
0: can't stop us. You can only hope to contain us.
1: So many people have tried to stop
0: no, people have been pretty supportive, um, and that's, you know, maybe that's our problem.
1: Yeah, don't you remember the old, like, church adage that's a super, like, pseudo-spiritual thing? Like, you know what, brother? If you ain't getting
0: Why Sunday, is this always a Southern person saying the dumb thing? Well, I don't here, know. This is like, this is my... I think this is a little culture shame that you've projected onto yourself.
1: I am Southern, so yeah. the shame is so all mine. So you think it's
0: okay if you just impugn every Southern preacher you know, as idiots? You know, brother... Do you think – <laughs> What do ever, they say, though? Have you
1: ever heard they say, if something
0: ain't going wrong, you must not be doing or, something right. Or if things are going really bad, they go, the devil's fighting us. Yeah. We've got to – you'd be like, no, actually, you're making really irresponsible choices right now. <laughs> no. You this are, is the devil.
1: You are, like, on the fault line of my whole life right now, like, is – because there is – I do believe there's a spiritual, like, battle against me. Also, I yeah. believe it's my fault for all of it. So. Yeah. Then it's like, well, it's is this a bad decision or yeah. is this like an attack?
0: That's the thing, it's like social media has taken nuance away from our psyches. Like uh like we I consider myself a political centrist and so but I get pulled to, we get pulled to the left and right. On, if you're on social media, it's like you're either a monster or you're a great person and there's no nuance. It's like most things in life are a blend of empathy and personal responsibility like you have to approach them from those two things right but like the people who are like you're not empathetic enough and then they'll be (laughs) like you don't show enough personal response like it's both yeah we we both handle our lives with both things but when you're but when you deal with like the extremes and extremists you just go oh i guess i'm a monster i don't know I thought (laughs) i'm not empathetic enough (laughs) turns out i think this person should have had a little personal responsibility here well what are you a right-wing nut job no i just feel like it's both right you know yeah like we say what we believe, but then when we get down to it, we're like, oh, it turns out I really believe in, you know. Well,
1: it's because social media is based upon making definitive statements.
0: Well, it's based on getting clicks, which extreme viewpoints get more clicks. They do. Yeah. I actually,
1: someone told me that the other day. We need,
0: that's what we need. That's what's wrong with this. We're not being extreme enough. Someone, I came right out and said, we're central. We're trying to be centrist here. And we're like, oh, that's the wrong
1: way. I was meeting with someone. Not the way forward. I'm going to be very vague. Yeah. It's going to sound very important. Was meeting with someone who's like a social media specialist oh. who has worked in a lot of different fields for okay. lots of different people. The and, color the cleaner. And,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and they said they were like I've worked with people yeah. where that was the exact plan. They were like, look, here's how you grow. You make sure you have an opinion and you chime in on yeah. everything, especially the hot button stuff. When something blows up, right. you chime in with something huge uh-huh. and polarizing, and you'll get a lot of follows and you'll get yeah. a lot of likes. Like and that's plant how they your fl- build it. Yeah,
0: plant your yeah. flag in this, whatever. And then you'll find people that worship that flag, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. whatever that banner of In some your... cases, the
1: actual flag. Yeah, in
0: some cases, the actual yeah. flag. So, um, that's uh, wow. All right. Wow. That... We went, oh, man, we went deep all <laughs> of a sudden. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't seen you in a while. How's your week, John? You know, this is a very weird week. Yeah. A very, very weird week for reasons I really
1: can't talk about.
0: Oh. Even though can't the name of the podcast
1: <laughs> is false advertisement.
0: It's like, uh, talk about that redacted. We're just <laughs> I, like...
1: I think I let the listeners in on a lot of my life. We do. You know? we,
0: we don't hold back, usually.
1: But there's there's just sometimes things you just gotta, you know...
0: That's okay. Uh, maybe yeah. for Patreons patrons
1: i don't know i don't even know if the patrons but sure i don't know if we should really like care. bait
0: them hey maybe there'll be hey, a little hey, tidbit maybe if you up a little five
1: dollars a month maybe a uh, little nugget uh, you know what i hate johnny salesman and i'm glad we don't do that no
0: talk about we that. would never do all it. we
1: do is we invite people to talk about do
0: do? that com to see 208 archived episodes right listen to and see and if you let's
1: just say like if you buy in now on the ground floor uh-huh and you get a few patrons underneath you.
0: Hey, fortune favors the brave. Fortune Let me favors the bold. just say that. I think...
1: I don't know why they say brave.
0: I think my, my wife is so upset about that commercial. I am too. Because of brave.
1: They're probably quoting the actual original. Was yeah. it, is it Greek? Is it Cicero? I don't Romans,
0: know. Romans. See, the, the time of the Romans or something but like the, that. But at
1: the same time...
0: Yeah. We've always heard... I just think it's such a funny commercial because it's like he's walking through the hallowed halls of history and all these CGI things are behind him of like Edmund Hillary climbing Everest and right. all these things. And it's like, yeah, but before Edmund Hillary did it, like, first of all, you're not Edmund Hillary just because you invest in Bitcoin. Crypto, right. And then second of all, a lot of those people died. Right. <laughs> you know? yeah. Some of those people aren't coming back. And that's what we're seeing with crypto. I don't, I, I don't yeah. want to get into crypto because I know very little about it. I just know it seems very volatile. And I think that's kind of proving out. But anyway, Matt Damon told me fortune favors the bold. That's what we need to get, more bold, and we're going to do it. Oh,
1: he said brave. He said brave. He said brave. But I say bold. You say bold. Yeah, but, and
0: beautiful. Fortune favors the beautiful.
1: That's very true. Yeah. I mean, but that doesn't help you with investment.
0: No. it's got to get more beautiful somehow. Crypto
1: sounds like a Marvel villain to me. Uh-huh. Like they should bring that out next time. Spider-Man's fighting crypto, and he's like throwing bitcoins at you. Yeah. Or something.
0: Yeah. They, I, I passed a... Uh, um, Stone. No, I passed. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I passed, uh, was in the middle of Indiana, and I passed a dealership, a Ford dealership. And, you know, the Ford dealerships will have, like, the name of the guy. Uh-huh. Bob Watson Ford. Yeah. It'll, the, that's the thing about owning a Ford dealership is you get to have your name in, yeah. next to Ford logo. And uh, the names of some of these guys are so funny. And what this guy's name was, like, Max Creech or something okay. like that. I was like, it sounded so much like a comic book. I was like, the Ford dealership is his origin story. <laughs> like, something's going to go wrong, and then
1: he's going to be like, <sighs> and that's when he rose up.
0: He did. Yeah. Against the whatever, Spider Man.
1: I don't feel like my origin story is dark enough, maybe. I don't know, maybe even the dark parts, I'm just like, well, that was probably my fault, too. I guess that's what Batman does. He always thinks it's his fault. He should have protected well, even his the,
0: parents. Right. Even like the Joker, he was a criminal who then. Right, It wasn't like the Joker was a good guy who turned into a criminal, right? He was already a criminal? Yeah, he was like Even people who are...
1: They're already on a path. They're already on a
0: path, and then Boy, something like pushes them. Won't that mm. turn to...
1: I will say this. One, one of the better books I read, and, and I don't read a lot of books like this anymore, years ago, was by Andy Stanley. And it, God, I can't remember the name of it, but the whole premise... The principle of the Path. I think it was called The Principle of the Path, yeah. pal. Yeah. And the whole like, premise of the principle of the path <laughs> was that,
0: particularly uh, for people who participate, uh, patriarchal – no, it's not. It was, it was like – and this is, I think, such a profound
1: – I'll say this sometimes to, the, to people I'm speaking
0: to. to <laughs> yeah, it was profound to people? It was
1: profound to people. I will say things like, like – this, this gets me like, we're not here today for whatever reason, whatever – if you're at a church or you're at an event or whatever. Like, we're not really here to put you on a path. Mm. because you're actually already on one right like we're here to point out the path wow there's a lot of peace still really to is. point out the path that you're already on and then you can decide if that's the one but the path you're on actually leads somewhere yeah. like that's that real profound part of it
0: <laughs> <laughs> who picked a peck of pickled peppers <laughs>
1: is that he's like look you know and, and I'll I'll say this like in relationship counseling a lot like look like usually dating hey your relationship is going somewhere and if if I get on an I forty and I go east, if I drive long enough, I hit Knoxville. Like that it yeah. doesn't like there's there's no question about it. I will if I go I forty east from Nashville, I will hit Knoxville. And so yeah. you you just gotta figure out what direction things are going. They're already going somewhere. But we act like in, in I think Christian circles even that we're gonna listen, you're just floating a- yeah. around in the ether and we're gonna put you on a path. It's like actually no, you're on you're on a path. We yeah. just, you know, wanna help you find the right one, Johnny. I
0: remember the C. S. Lewis quote uh about uh Everybody wants to be progressive, but if you're if you're headed the wrong way, the most progressive thing to do is to turn around and start heading the right way. And wow. whoever, whoever turns around first is really the most progressive. It's like, whoa, mm. it's a heavy Yeah. I don't know. You know, I wish I, I could. think I wish you'd turn around, That's what I guess <laughs> I'm saying. You're clearly <laughs> headed towards doom.
1: I have some minor resentment towards C. S. Lewis. Okay. Because he gets away number one, he's smarter than all the rest yeah. of us. And also he's dead. Right. So he he can't say anything. But we
0: can parse his words. That thing, like, we don't have any uh, sympathy for dead people anymore. Now we'll be like, you hear that he, like, he punched a goat one time or whatever. And so now it's (laughs) like C.S. Lewis can't be right on theology because he wants. And the goat came at him, if we're honest.
1: Be honest. Usually the move to do is to kick one. It's bold. Yeah. But fortune favors the bold.
0: You get right down there (laughs) on your knees and you punch that goat. Uh, He's not coming back. I'll say that. He
1: might have come back. I
0: don't know, you if you know about goats in there. Oh, head they have a hard head. Yeah. yeah, like punch a right. goat. Well, it, I didn't say where he punched him in the side. Oh, uh, you go. It's like a isn't that isn't there a thing in um, a liver punch that you do in UFC where it like causes like enzymes to like flood the person's system and they go limp and they just fall. That's out.
1: the most horrific thing
0: I've ever heard. Before. Yeah, there's a place to punch somebody in a UFC fight where it just causes them to just go. Ugh. It just makes them turn to goo. Wow. Uh, and I think it's liver. Huh. I wish I knew more about fighting. Yeah. I, I really have talked my way out of a lot of fights. Uh, yeah. Yeah. No, I know. I've been there. Being funny is just uh, has helped me a great deal. Oh, I've, yeah. I almost was in a fight that time with you where the guy was drunk and he was chasing his girlfriend on the interstate well, or whatever. Well, I was going to
1: be in the fight, too. It wasn't just going to be you. Uh, yeah. But You were just up front.
0: You would have been like the Robin to my Batman. Wow. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what was that kid on Christmas Story? I would have been a, what were they called? Um, you had a bully and a- uh, The henchman? No, he had a sidekick. There's a name for the sidekick. Goon. Bully it was they were a goon. How was his name what was his name so Scott Farkas was yeah. the bully. Okay. A toady. Yeah. I would have been your Toadie.
0: Yeah. Listen, you can be my Toadie anytime. Yeah. <laughs> you want. You're my number one toady. You're a little froggy toady? I don't know. I'm You're sorry. one of my number one toadies. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, I just I've avoided most fights, but I just and I would be I don't even know if I could find the liver. Even if I go like, oh, I'll punch this guy in the liver, right? What does that do for me? What
1: is? Are you sure it was the liver?
0: What? Like I've you... been having lower back pain, uh, in like right above my tailbone, and uh, it kind of comes and goes. And mm. somebody said, yeah, uh, I had this and blah blah blah. And I'm praying it's not kidney problems. Mm. Uh, and I go, that's what this could be. I didn't even think of that. I was just like, oh, my back's tight. And now this person's yeah. like, I bet your kidneys are shot. I'm like, what are you doing to me? <laughs> Your kidneys are shy. i got to stop drinking these diet Mountain Dews.
1: Yeah. Um, but. I, I don't. I have that thought a lot. Actually, I was eating really badly there for a while. Yeah. And I was having this pain, like, right on my left side, right under my heart. Yeah. Which is a bad thing. I have not, not a good heart history in my family. So then I have to sit there, especially as a six, and fight all of the the possibilities of what that could be, you know, mm-hmm. uh, it's, but it's digestive for sure. Cause right now I'm eating good. I don't have any digestive issues happening. It's heartburn and stuff. It's like things yeah. moving, but, but, but I can go down the whole rabbit hole of like, not just what it might be, but then what treatment I have to go through, what I have to deal with, what my family's going to deal with when I'm gone. Like it's really dark. It's just like through. Dickens. Yeah. It's very uh, good grief. And then it's like, Oh, you know what I should have done is just to eat less carbs.
0: Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> that helped Yeah.
1: now the pain's gone so
0: huh. Yeah. so carbs cause pain is that what you're in your world
1: in my world my indigestion and heartburn are way worse when I'm eating a carby diet yeah huh. so like when I'm when I'm just like taking down the chips and salsa the is fine it's the chips isn't that crazy
0: so you could just chug salsa if I you could chug salsa
1: that. right now in fact I brought this jar yeah Um
0: be great wouldn't that be awesome not a sponsor
1: I yeah well, we did not even name it. We didn't even salsa itself is not like
0: just paste picante.
1: Paste picante. Do you watch the food that built America?
0: No. You've you're talked it, to me about it before. Though. You're missing out. Yeah.
1: You would find it so. There's two seasons now. Okay. You'd find it super fascinating. Did you know
0: that <laughs> that yeast? <laughs> did you know so
1: so? It's always like okay. When do you think TGI Fridays originated? <sighs> What would you guess? Uh, I don't know. I'd guess uh, 80s probably. Yeah, 1980s. 80s and 90s. That's like when it
0: became, yeah. Yeah.
1: Like another, just another like Charlie's, or right. another, you know, whatever. So TGI Friday's was the original like bar uh, and grill restaurant. Huh. It's kind of like the original hamburgers were White Castle's, yeah. which is now one of the lesser chains. So you kind of would assume. But there was a guy – so in New York post-World War II – Dudes, like bars were only for guys, and they're just dark, musty, dirty places. Guys go after work and then hang out with other dudes. Finally,
0: a break from the ladies.
1: (laughs) And so, like, even in the fifties, I think, or late forties, like some women were not—they were not allowed in certain bars. Huh? Not some women. Women were not allowed in some bars. That's what I should say. And so when women then are flooding the workforce in the uh, mid, early 60s, especially, late right. 50s, early 60s. they like, we
0: need to drink too.
1: And especially in New York where this guy, this is how it started. It's a true story. This guy goes into this bar and he's just hanging out with a bunch of old dudes, mm-hmm. a bunch of old, ugly dudes in an old, ugly place. He like turns to the bartender and he's like, can we not get some ladies in here? He, <laughs> he wants to meet women. Yeah. And the guy's like, women? We don't let like
0: women.
1: So the guy went and started. <laughs> what are
0: we women so for?
1: So he bought a bar. Yeah. And he fixed it up, you know, that he put the, the white and black stripe, or white and red stripes, uh-huh. you know, sort of awning, put some sort of... Does women love that. There, the, gosh, they love it.
0: and so <laughs> Like a moth to a flame.
1: And he basically created a place where single women yeah. can come after work to meet single men. Interesting. And it worked. Like, immediately, it's like, it is the first place. Now what people think of as bars, which right. is the place where you go to meet people, uh-huh. that didn't happen until like the mid-60s in New York City with TGI Fridays, Johnny. That
0: is fascinating. And then it
1: began expanding, and now everyone used that model. And, and then, of course, eventually those kind of restaurants became more like family restaurants. Yeah. So that there's the other part of the history as you go through it. But, dude, it's fascinating to me because I think of something like that, and I just dismiss it as just another one of the chains. Yeah, it's the one that started it.
0: Huh. Isn't that crazy? What, have, do you, what do you know about Applebee's?
1: They didn't mention Applebee's. <clears throat> I think it might have just been another – what, do you know
0: something? No. Okay. <laughs>
1: well, the, the, the juxtaposed part, there's always two things they follow in the episode. The other one was Benihana's And The yeah. guy's story, which was crazy. The guy basically flew too close to the sun. He was like this this Japanese immigrant son who started this, what we call hibachi. And Laura, I'm sorry, honey, you're listening. You know the real name. It's not actually hibachi. That hibachi is something different, but it came to be known it's, that in American culture and so they didn't serve sushi because Americans wouldn't eat sushi. And he began the yeah. Sabachi for the first time, and nobody was coming. And then uh-huh. he figured out one day watching one of the chefs do some of the, the knife tricks.
0: Did you say shevs? chefs? Chefs. <laughs> <I just laughs> have, pl- have you pluralized chefs into <laughs> chefs? It's like knives.
1: <laughs> Sorry. What do you say? Do you say roofs or roofs? That's always a big one for me. I didn't mean to say chefs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good thing I don't speak and write for a living. Oh my god! Um, at any rate, well, I'm not making much of a living. If-
0: Multiple chefs were just <laughs> running in and out of that kitchen. Listen, there's too many chefs in this kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so, anywho, okay.
1: Um, he figures out these guys are his cool, and so he starts making the chefs. Yeah learn all these tricks yeah so that becomes like this spectacle and that's the whole modern hibachi world where they're oh, making right. they're making the little onion volcano uh-huh. and they're throwing the table is mouth. right there yeah.
0: and so it became like it's so funny thing. because like i always think about that because if you go to a restaurant a nice restaurant and they seat you near the kitchen it's a huge insult but if you go to a hibachi place right. they're literally like <laughs> hey lean over this hot griddle yeah
1: oh my gosh! it's
0: like that's oh this is fancy
1: yeah it was i didn't know benihana was such a huge yeah like it took off everywhere the only one i know of is in dallas when we go there sometimes but i'm not around yeah, i think a lot it was of-
0: used to be a bigger chain it was yeah. in every major city there was one of those yeah but uh they faded in recent years
1: and then last night was on little debbie and really in in what's the what's the other one with the little chocolate donuts the oh jeez, honey I'm hostess so sorry. No, Hostess is not. The two major ones was Indenton or something uh, hold, like on, that. hold on,
0: hold on, hold on. Intenmans? thank you. I don't, <laughs> I don't, I don't I'm sorry. <laughs> Indentenmans? Indentenmans, chevs. Um, yeah. So you had Hostess, you got uh, Dolly Madison.
1: So they all, so the one started in Chattanooga okay. with oatmeal cream pies. Right. Okay. And, A classic. And that's when then Indemans. Intenmans. Intimins. yeah. Yeah. Endemans was doing like whole cakes and they figured out – this is the fascinating thing. What, they, what she figured out was that they were still getting outsold in the supermarkets yeah. because people could see through the glass what they were ordering versus uh, these boxes. Oh, yeah. So she came up with the plastic front yeah. to look into the box in the window. Now, you made, they made their own – isn't that fascinating?
0: Yeah. They so, made their own bakery case yeah. in a box. That's
1: Literally why she did it. Huh. So she could compete. And so – and then when she started making those things, then they all started competing against each other and they expanded oatmeal cream pies. And this dude like figured it out. Yeah. He came up with oatmeal cream pies to start. John, it's a pretty big deal.
0: Listen, that's that's pioneer.
1: And then he came up with Swiss cake rolls.
0: Yeah, that's a and that's then a he, favorite. Honey buns. I like a Swiss cake roll from the fridge. Really? Yeah, because the chocolate yeah, doesn't get off on your hands, it doesn't melt off onto your little flaky chocolate yeah. coating.
1: Zebra cakes. He did
0: those, yeah.
1: And then there was one more.
0: Zebra cakes have a surprising amount of calories. Like, have you ever eaten a zebra cake? And then uh, you I've looked a zebra. at zebra. Have you ever looked at the? Oh yeah, that's, oh, that's different. Delicious. Those are very lean. Uh, those are on keto. <laughs> if you uh, a zebra cake, like I got one of those ones at the gas station one time, and I was like, oh a zebra cake, I'll have this, and I just inhaled it, and I looked at the wrapper, and it was like six hundred calories. <laughs> I was like, like what like, is it's in? It's just pure lard. The,
1: fit in the palm of my hand. was possible. <laughs> I always think find that funny when I've eaten. I gain more weight yeah. in the weight of the food I've eaten. Yeah, that seems impossible to me. Like right. physically, how does that? Like, well, I ate a honey bun and gained three pounds. How does your? How, is that possible? how does
0: your body know? It's like it's the. It's like a sham wow in there. The fat, just, it's soaking in <laughs> and then expanding.
1: It is like a. It's like a, there's a sham wow inside of me. Yeah. Wow. Isn't there a ShamWow wow of all of us,
0: though? I, there's got to be. I mean, it's the which sham which shamwow do you feed? That's what you want. Wow. There's two ShamWows wows in each of us.
1: I think I heard Joel Osteen say that.
0: Which he
1: was like.
0: So I did a. I, we went to St. Augustine, and there was a restaurant called Osteen's, uh, and it was a seafood restaurant called Osteen's, but it had like a o uh, apostrophe a, an yeah. apostrophe. <laughs> you know, it's like an Irish place. I guess all the chefs for an like Irish these, owner. Uh, all the chefs came running out. Oh, how are you? Oh,
1: top of the morning
0: <laughs> to you. I don't understand why. Yeah, it's an interesting like dichotomy of like an Irish person being like, make sure you get the apostrophe right, because I want them to know this is a great seafood place. <laughs> 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 it's Irish seafood. <laughs> anyway, so uh, maybe Irish seafood is really good. I'm being really culturally ignorant, but uh, I just don't think of it as a place for great seafood. I think of it like – when you think was- of Irish restaurants, you think of like – you know what I'm saying? You yeah. think of like whatever. It's more about the, the pint
1: I wonder if we have Irish listeners. I just mailed a free book to one of our listeners in Australia. Okay, but I'm which is not of, Ireland. It's not, but it's another English-speaking place. So I, I wonder. I wonder if we have Irish and Scottish. Somebody can
0: come correct us on our cultural. Yeah, reach yeah out, and guys. Be, please be super indignant if you could. Oh, that'll yeah. really help. My uh, dad owns an Irish <laughs> seafood joint. You've never had Irish shrimp, it's the best. <laughs> right. Anyway, um so we're there and I was immediately like, Let's take a picture of this sign. I told Kurt, we we literally turned around. Sometimes I'll be driving past something and I'll yeah. go, turn around, we gotta get a picture of this. And I don't have the jokes yet, but I'm just like, this'll be jokes. Yeah. I'll just take a picture of Osteen's restaurant and yeah. it's like a big it's got a big like crawfish on the front, like with a top hat or something <laughs> I can't remember how
1: was the crawfish the cra- posing again?
0: <laughs> you know crawfish are kind of bent over hey, he was look like at me he was like in midair he's like, well, he has my spine. do I look delicious? I'm a little hunched <laughs> he had a little yeah, uh but anyway, I thought, yeah okay, and then the joke that I came up with was uh uh holding the entree above your head and saying, this is my lobster, you know, <laughs> but then other people were you know they they put jokes in the comments, you know, which is always fun with something like that yeah. but yeah Osteen's. I don't know where there's I mean, not a sponsor, but was no. It, did you didn't eat there? Though. I didn't eat there. That's what's funny is like five or ten of the comments were like, "That place is actually amazing." They didn't want to like uh, participate because they were like, "Don't you dare, you dare besmirch right. the name of a fine quality restaurant." How dare you? I would never besmirch.
1: Um, you use besmirch more than you the think? average person, and I'm very impressed with it. Thank you. Is do you have a set in to besmirch? impugn oh use that one today too
0: (laughs) (laughs) it's uh uh listen i'm a i'm a dumb smart guy I, I i got street smarts
1: you're probably i think
0: i pick up words from like shows i watched or things i've read and i like i understand their context and then i go and i don't think of consciously using them but i go oh that's that's a smart way to say that and so i don't know i just kind of whatever
1: well, you're the smartest guy I know. So, no, oh, no, stop. It, no, John. you are. Come I mean, on.
0: So, my wife is the smartest person I know. Oh, boy. You're Here the smartest go. guy.
1: And that's why we had that one epic yeah. trivial pursuit yeah, where trip. Laura and I took you down.
0: That's right.
1: Our powers combined mm-hmm. created Captain Trivia.
0: Captain uh, Trivia. Uh, but you're hard, you're, you're hard to beat. So, and, it's okay. Uh, I don't even remember that loss, actually. No. Uh, I blocked it out. Well, that's to me, I'm undefeated. Very convenient. In my mind.
1: We call that delusion. Oh, and there's right. I have the Enneagram for you, 12-step recovery, therapy. I have all kinds of What is of the things?
0: delusional Enneagram number? Like, <laughs> I'm actually a 12. How do you like that? <laughs> <laughs> I made up my own Enneagram. <laughs> That'd be great. I'm the best. I mean, what, what it, if there is 12 and we just don't know it, Johnny? We've not. Like, yes. That yeah. could happen. It's like Pluto used to be a planet, then it wasn't. Now uh, it is again. Is it right now? I think it is. I don't know. I think they've reclassified it. You know,
1: we're just making up names for things in space that we call it. We're like, how dare you not call it a oh, planet? It's like, you know, guys, it's been the same the whole time. Yeah. It was there before we were. What are
0: the plans like? My name is Dave. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Like It's funny how we're uh, so offended by yeah. just our own nomenclature. That's really what oh, we're... Oh, look at hey, you throwing
0: in oh, hey, oh oh, our own lexicon. Lest we forget. Uh, Someone's a little author over here. I know me some words too. You do. Wait. Chev's being, being one. Chev's <sighs> being one. It's fine. Colloquialism. Yeah. I Here's the thing. When I'm on the road, I try to – I'm trying to write more and make time to write. And then uh, the other day I was reminded of something. I was in uh, Nashville Airport. Well, first of all, there's a comedian in Nashville whose name is Laura Peake. She's in L.A. now, but she's from Nashville. And she's so funny. And she was doing this bit at a show that I was on. She was running it back. So she goes, do people here know who uh, – Joe Messina is. I go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. And she goes, I got this bit I'm doing about Nashville Airport and how the country artists make announcements. Oh, yeah, it's crazy. And so she goes, it's kind of like funny, but then it's also unsettling. Yeah. And so she, her, her example is like, hi, I'm Reba McIntyre, and we're the threat level yellow. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody take cover. And uh, it made me laugh so hard. But then she said, uh, hi, this is Joe D. Messina reminding you, if you must see something, you must say something. (laughs) (laughs) And it made me laugh so hard. But it reminded me, like, I said, said, me and Rick Roberts, a buddy of mine, we had this string back in 2011 or so where – Somebody made an example about that on their Facebook. I hate the announcements in the Nashville airport because they're just like, hey, this is whatever. This is Garth Brooks. No smoking or whatever. And (laughs) you're just like, why do I need Garth Brooks to tell me that? (laughs) But it is kind of charming and funny in a way. And so I remember I went back and forth and I wrote like 20 jokes that were Nashville. And I made it like a hashtag. This is 2011. This is early days of Twitter for me. Early, early. And I found them. So I wanted to run them for you. This is 11 okay? years ago. Yeah, I'm ready. This is, yeah, this is, I'm a long, ready. this is the early days of me even doing comedy. Uh, let's see. Here's one. Uh, attention passengers on Spirit Airlines. This is Tim McGraw to remind you to live like you were dying. Okay. Uh, let's see. This is Lady Annabellum. The correct time is a quarter after one. Uh, so that's one. Uh <laughs> Hey Nashville Airport, this is Waylon Jennings. If you hear a voiceover from me during a flight, something bad is about to happen. That's kind of a Duke voice <laughs> yeah. reference. Hey Nashville Airport, this is Brad Paisley asking for your patience as the TSA agents check you for ticks.
1: <laughs> these are these are older song references. Are older That's what I like about this older it, song because it's yeah.
0: 2011. Hey, this is Taylor Swift reminding you that uh, air travel is a great option while you're having your auto tuned. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's, that's Swifties mean. are going to come after us for that one. This is Keith Whitley th- By the way, I think Taylor Swift's great. I think she's a great voice.
0: I think she's come along a long way. I think I she's think had some. You're still being judgy. She's I had think some she's, pitchy moments. I think she was great the whole time. This is Keith Whitley Our flight crew would like to remind you that you say it best when you say nothing at all. <laughs> that one's pretty apt right now. Uh, to those of you affected by the delay, this is Richie from Lone Star. We took a cab and I'm already there. <laughs> I don't even remember writing these. Hey, this is Marty Stewart reminding you that your mullet now counts as a carry-on item. This is John Fogerty asking you to fly business class. Put me in coach. That's kind of a stretch because he's not really a country artist. Okay. He's more of Americana. Yeah. Hey, this is Carrie Underwood asking you not to carve your name into our leather seat. This is Lee Greenwood. I'll, gl- I'll gladly stand up next to you unless the seatbelt light is on. <laughs> that's so dumb. That's so, oh, gonna gosh. take a minute on that one. Yeah, that's dumb.
1: Ooh, can't breathe. I had an old man wheeze on that
0: one. This one is uh this one I like this one then. This is Faith Hill. If there's an emergency, oxygen masks will fall from the ceiling. Remember to just breathe. <laughs> this is Charlie Daniels reminding you to fly Nashville. We are in a bind, way behind and ready to make a deal. <laughs> uh they're not anymore. Well air prices are really yeah. up travel prices. Sorry about that. Cause... Sorry, it's a timely reference. Yeah. Uh, this is Charlie Rich reminding you that you can have a private security screening when we get behind closed doors. That's a really old one. Uh, And the last one is, hello, you can have your luggage wheeled around your car with one of our Porter Wagners. (laughs) That's great. Yeah.
1: Did I tell you the last time when we were in Orlando trying to get out, like, uh, was it Orlando?
0: Do they have famous Orlandans? Orlando ones. Where
1: were we? I can't remember where we just went. Okay. Earlier this spring.
0: You went to the beach, right? I did. Wow. John snapped. Jeez, man.
1: (laughs) I can't recall which. It may have been Tampa, but I think it was Orlando Airport. It was Orlando. Yeah. It was a cruise. Thank you. And we flew back. It was Port Canaveral. (sighs) Sorry, guys. Lost me there for a minute. John's slipping. And so we came and we... Rode the shuttle to the airport, uh-huh. and Johnny. When I got to the airport, they were wrapped. There was a, a line. We were probably I don't know three hours early. Yeah, maybe two hours early. two and a half. and there was a line outside of at least a thousand people outside.
0: Oh no, lined up to get to get tickets to get to try to the, check in. Yeah. Oh no,
1: I go inside past that line just to see, and there's another line of a thousand inside. Oh boy, and I was like, we're not going to make this flight. Are
0: you guys pre check?
1: Yes.
0: Okay. But was big you, we had
1: to check bags though. That was the problem. They were all there to check bags. Yeah. So I'm just standing there like, we're not going to, we're not going to make it. Like this is 2000, no, no lie, probably 2000 people in line. And mm-hmm. there's a bunch of flights to lay. There was weather coming in all over the country. Yeah. There. And so uh, we had snow coming into Nashville. And so that was you know part of the deal. And I was just like, you are kidding me. And all of a sudden this lady walks up to me. She's like, Hey, uh, she's one of the porters. Yeah. She was like, Hey, you know, if you'd like, you know, we work off of tips. I could go check your bags in for you. I'm just looking around like, have I just been... Looked at an is at a scam? That an angel well, just Well, or come? is it
0: like a... And then she takes off with your bag. I didn't really care at that point. Okay. Like, yeah. Either one. Like, oh, sorry, my bags got stolen. We gotta get that them. reminds me, though. There was a time one time when an angel stole my bags. Wow. So it can happen. It can. You've got to be careful out there. You
1: never know. Hey. hey I was
0: like, why is this seven foot tall guy like, saying, Jesus. fear not, and then... <laughs> taking my bags you
1: will not get your bag back and so she took the bags yeah. and uh moved in front of the line there was some side they had a side like oh uh, look at this area she went over checked them brought us back the tags oh my gosh and we went we went and you walked her. right through oh i tipped her yeah i think i tipped her big yeah. and it was worth every penny yeah but i was like why would you pick us like i must have yeah. looked desperate i was like oh because everyone looked desperate yeah but why you don't
0: feel bad that you kind of skipped the process no Okay. That
1: maybe that's part of the problem. I was I felt fortunate, mm. and I was like,
0: maybe these other people, maybe
1: she's asked everybody else. Right. I don't know, so I don't know, Johnny. Hmm. I just I needed my expectations to be met. That's a big thing. You
0: looked up to thank her and she was gone. She was gone. There never they said, there up. never was a porter. But she <laughs> but she, <laughs> she, she died here forty years ago on this very you know, night. Wouldn't that have <laughs> been crazy? Yeah.
1: <laughs> I was like, well, how does she take my money? Yeah, that's the question. Okay. Because if that would have been the case, right? She would have needed the money properly. No, Johnny. Where she was going, they don't need money.
0: No, or roads. I was quoted Either one. Back to the future. There, that's fine. But it was very interesting. Don't so need so yeah, hey, when
1: in doubt, guys, if you see a big line, look for the porter. Look for the
0: porter with a Wagner. With a Wagner, porter, Wagner. and say I will always. Those love are you. good man. Can you recycle them somehow? Maybe I'll figure it out. Um, uh, we'll figure it out. So because I
1: mean now you've you've now recorded two dry bar specials. Uh huh. And your special that went on Amazon, so yeah. Now, now, um, like you need all these. You need all the jokes you can get as you write. Like, can you go back and recycle old? things? I need things?
0: somebody to send me jokes. I, how can I do them?
1: constantly think about old things you said that were funny, and I'll text them to you. Yeah, that I think
0: you should rework into yeah. jokes
1: now, and you never do.
0: No. I'm trying to keep my eyes peeled on the road though, because I do see things. Like uh, I posted, <laughs> there was like I was driving through this town called Napanee, Indiana, and they had this building this nondescript weird metal building and the sign big sign with like a stone it almost looked like the front of a subdivision like with stone okay. columns and then like the wood between yeah. and on it it said lamination plant 59 and i was like oh. so i turned around I and took was. a picture of it and said this is my favorite obscure bible verse <laughs> and uh it just says it sounds like a yeah yeah second lamination yeah
1: second lamination
0: But anyway... uh, It's about being transparent. It is more about yeah, being hermetically sealed unto the day of salvation. Oh, wow. And he sealed you. Protected from outside elements. Mm. But you're in the fire. You're in the heat. Oh, boy, are you? You feel the heat. And the pressure. But it's for your own protection.
1: Yeah. Literal protection. Page protection.
0: Yeah. So... I don't know. But anyway, you got to keep your eyes peeled sometimes. And But sometimes when you're in these small towns, and then I talked about it on stage, and th- I got laughs with it, but I always think, I kind of prefaced it all by saying, like, I was born in a small town in East Tennessee, you know, or whatever. So yeah. it's not like I'm making fun of your tiny town. I get it. I am I'm, I'm right. understand, like, tiny town culture. Right. But this is really ridiculous. <laughs> like, there was one place I passed to that was, like, Glenn's Tire. Uh-huh. And I just said, yeah, I pulled in. He's just got the one tire. <laughs> <laughs> and he said it wasn't for sale, which that's a weird exchange. Why the what's, sign? What's your deal? Yeah. This, this guy's, guy's super proud of his tire. Yeah. Just yeah. Hey, come on back. Hey, we get it, Glenn. You got a tire. Yeah, it's like a museum back there. He just has it. <laughs> it wasn't it was an amazing tire. Yeah. I was shocked uh by yeah.
1: yeah.
0: Right. It's like uh, there was somebody like that in uh Knoxville or near Knoxville where I grew up in Fountain City, and it was like uh Glenn's florist. Or Bob's Florist. That's interesting. Yeah, because it's, it's like... You actually it's own not, the
1: flowers, not the florist. Yeah. You, you've got someone tied up in the back. I,
0: yeah, or, <laughs> yeah, or it's just like, this is just the florist that I use. I can direct you. If you hire <laughs> me, right. I'm a middleman.
1: I'll help you find the florist. I'll help
0: you find the florist. I have this Should florist. be just like Bob's Flowers. Yeah.
1: It really is almost so like that they've... Yeah, like that they're... They own the florist. ...inappropriately you know, working yeah. the florist. Yeah. Yeah. This is my florist. In. They
0: hold it above their head. This is my florist. <laughs> I can have what it says I can have. <laughs> I wonder if our listeners get that reference. I think so. Osteen, come on.
1: Yeah.
0: He's on TV. It wasn't Osteen. How I said in a thousand services for someone to do that. This is my Bible.
1: I believe everything. Yeah, but it came know?
0: from Osteen, right? I don't know. I think it came from Osteen's dad. It came from the senior. That uh, John Osteen? John Osteen. Do you think it did? I don't know. Yeah. Does I, he think, do Does, I, wonder if, I think John used to do it, and then. Uh, Joel just kind of like Took it over to be folks But I've seen lots of people do it But they never gave them credit
1: Huh You know what I'm saying What a bunch
0: of hacks out here
1: I I don't think that often Preachers Understand
0: Have you ever borrowed A sermon point Borrow given credit <laughs> <laughs>
1: I've borrowed books You know what I will sometimes say Because I don't want to get them
0: I think a wise theologian Once said And then you just kind of right. Go into it
1: Well I'll go You know I was reading a book This week and it said I'll say that I may not say what it was Okay um, but like I, I'll like the series we're in now called "The Lies Who Believe," and I'm, I think I told them in the in the front. And I told them it was hey, a lot of this content or this idea because uh-huh. I've taken to different places is based upon "Live No Lies" John Mark Comer's book. Yeah. Um, but then we kind of adapted for the things we because we have very specific things. Basically, I made it better. I think is what I'm saying, Johnny. Yeah. What I did if was have used me as a collaborator. <laughs> this would have I took
0: his brittle, broken pieces yeah. of an idea. And I made it into a mosaic of grace and truth.
1: Right. Well, I mean, he's a best-selling author, but yeah, it could have how it could have been a multi. What if he had had
0: you right? along for the ride?
1: Actually, what I believe is, if he'd have had me along for the ride, it would have tanked the project. I kind of have that central belief, like, yeah. uh, Sorry, authors, if you're listening, you're thinking about hiring me, but I do live with that, like, oh, I'm the element that's going to make this not be a bestseller. I
0: think uh, that's a lie, and you need to lay off my buddy John. Well, I'm trying. See, I'm pretty fond if of him. If only there was a sermon Why don't series. you take it easy on my pal John? Yeah, I kind of like him. Why don't you live less lies?
1: I'm trying to live them. But do you know how that would be disproven? What? One of those books be a bestseller. <laughs> that would be – actually, I did have a – I had a CBA bestseller as a collaborator. A CBA? Uh, Christian Bookseller Association. Oh, I so I did quite It's uh, um quite –
0: Vertical yeah, you're assuming that everybody's going to know what Sorry, the CBA, guys, CBA. is. Vertical when marriage. I hear CBA, I think a collective bargaining agreement with.
1: I had one of those too.
0: <laughs> did <you>? um, yeah. <laughs> it didn't work out in your yeah, favor. They
1: were on the Today Show like multiple times. Okay. And yeah. So on the, uh, David and Wilson. Yes. Yeah. Vertical marriage. That was a, that was
0: That's a, right. And then life. you did uh, diagonal marriage. Right. Then like how this... to be the bishop in your home. <laughs> <laughs> That's good, Johnny. Because you can move diagonally. You can.
1: Yeah. You think they got that? Oh, you think horizontal
0: people? marriage? It's like a risque follow-up. Hey, 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 whoa, yeah. look out!
1: Yeah, it's uh, a <laughs> yeah. We were uh, worried because there's another book called Vertical Church. Oh, okay. But we kept the name anyway, and it worked out.
0: Yeah, that you didn't get like a cease and desist. No,
1: that that was James McDonald's book. Who had the big? If you've listened to the Rise and Fall of Oh, you know, right, he yeah, was yeah, involved he was in that. Up, yeah. Not he well. He had his own thing. Yeah, his
0: own deal. He was
1: connected to Driscoll. Yeah. They were friends and everything, but then he had his own thing at his church, which was up north
0: yeah. somewhere. Ohio maybe. Uh, Indiana. Sure. We, nobody's fact checking this. I'm sure it, people have already turned it off. They're like, we don't care. So I need to give you a little bit of credit because I for I got on my trip. We, we left St. Augustine and literally had to get on a 6 a.m. flight from St. Augustine, mm. come, back, come back home. So we had to get up at like 3 in the morning to drive from mm. uh, St. Augustine to Jacksonville Airport. So Curry, Curry goes, hey, we're going to go. And my, my agent let us use his condo. And I was like, yeah, we got this condo, yeah. but three nights, blah, blah, blah. But on the third night, we're like having to like figure out, okay, do we go to sleep? Do we stay up because we have to get up so early? All that said, it's chaos because she's going back home. After yeah. we get to Nashville airport and I'm getting on another flight to go to Pittsburgh. And that's the reason we got up so early and came home early is because I have a show yeah. on Wednesday night. So in all that hubbub, I left my sunglasses in the car. Oh. So I get to wherever Pittsburgh and it's just like glaring down. I'm like, what in the world? So I took a page out of the old John driver. Dollar tree. I went to dollar tree, bro. And I didn't get one pair. I got two pair, bro. Cause I got 10. You can't hide money. I thought about it. I thought, <laughs> let's just load up.
1: I, I don't wear those anymore.
0: I know you don't. You're you're oh, well, big time. I
1: had no. I had two people buy me gifts. I know. We've talked about this
0: on the podcast. <laughs> yeah. It's fine, John. You're listen. But, you're bougie.
1: But I still own those. Like if something goes wrong, I have them. They're not bad. Uh, well, did you get
0: the aviators? No. Well, that's what I got. I did. got like the ones that almost look like the, they got the little piece of metal right here. The little dink. The little diamond shaped dink. You, you know, like, the little plastic. Yeah, like, uh, Ray Ban kind of knockoffs. Uh, I got
1: it. You got like
0: the. Uh, I don't know what the style George is. George McFly glasses. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah. They're a little like that. So I get them, and, uh, and not only does it not say UV protection, it says extra UV. So it's just it's letting it right, all it's right It's letting it all right. That's good. Which I thought that's well, interesting. it helps your eyeballs to tan.
1: It's, you gotta but got to get it's, that base tan on yeah. them. Yeah,
0: but I, just, I had to get them because I just didn't want to be like Squinty McGillicuddy driving down the big pupils LaRue or whatever. <laughs> Whatever nickname people would give me for, <laughs>
1: I can't take a picture uh-huh. if the sun's shining. Like it, yeah. It, you have blue eyes, right? Mm-hmm. So
0: I'm looking. you're looking right at.
1: Me. <laughs> well, I'm trying to think. Would you? are so attentive. Would you
0: call them blue? Or? They change a little bit yeah. in the winter. I've noticed they get a little more silver. Wow. I'm like part wolf. Wow, I think
1: maybe you're like crypto. You're the villain.
0: My eyes are very volatile. They turn silver. Yeah, don't shocker. Uh, that anyway, is a shocker. so. I get the glasses and I'm like, I've spent I t- I a listen. I got two pair of sunglasses, a gigantic can of Diet Coke, and a candy bar. Did you get a steak out of the freezer? And it was under five dollars. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was like, they gave me change back. I'm like, this is this feels wrong. <laughs> so I put, I get in the car, and then the label, like the sticker, is not coming off the sunglasses. No, they don't come off. And so you have to just, like, scrape the uh-huh. glue. It's like, what is wrong? Just put a good sticker on yeah, the, the... sticker's wrapped around the yeah, metal. it's yeah, so bad. It's very bad. So I'm like, all right. So I take a key, and I'm trying to scrape it. And I'm like, this is... Okay, it's still worth it. I didn't pay $20 for sunglasses. That I'm going to lose. So I'm on that trip. I was gone three days. Yeah. When, I, when I get back... For, listen, so I got one set. I got one pair that I've not opened yet, and they're in the rental car seat. And I got a bunch of junk and fast food wrappers, as is my custom. And I'm going. And then I go to return the rental car. And uh, at that point, I had left a pair of sunglasses in the hotel room in Napanee, Indiana. But I was like, I got these. I got the second pair. And, but it was cloudy out, so I didn't need them that day. I returned the rental car. I'm loading up my stuff. And I get, I'm getting ready to get on my, <laughs> my plane to come home. And um, I left <laughs> the other pair. You lost
1: three pairs of glasses on one trip. Uh-huh.
0: Wow. This is why I need to buy 10.
1: See, here's the thing. Since I bought expensive ones, I've not lost them. Either pair. I think that's. Hey guys,
0: that didn't you say you to, did lose them once? And they there's like a warranty. Even if you lose them, they'll give you a new pair. Did I
1: lose it or did it break?
0: Oh, I don't know. I don't know. But I'm saying, like, that's a thing. It's like, now I will say this I don't lose my phone anymore. But I think that's not about how valuable the phone is. That's because it never leaves my yeah. side. We're so addicted to our phones. So it's yeah. not because, like, whereas in culture before, like, oh, I got a phone. Where is my phone? Right. Now it's like I know where my phone is at all times because right. right. it's always in my hand. Phone,
1: speak to me. Yeah, exactly. I'm here, Dave.
0: <laughs> so what's your, do you have Hey Siri turned on on your phone, Or you can just I don't randomly hey, say, Siri. or you can just ask it things, and they'll be like, "No, I don't." Yes, John. Apparently, I don't have it turned on, and the reason is you have to say Hey Siri like 20 times so it learns your mm. dialect rhythms. And You don't want it knowing. No, it wouldn't oh. figure me out. It kept going, keep saying Hey Siri, and I was like in a parking lot. And I was like, hey, Siri, hey, Siri. And it wouldn't wow. finally – you know, like when you put your fingerprint on and it finally gives like, Maybe Siri's gives up. words
1: of affirmation. It's just like more, more. Yeah. And
0: you're like, That's, Siri, you need to get control of your own emotions." Finally, it was like, why is it always, hey, Siri, and not, how is Siri? <laughs> <laughs> what about me? Yeah, no kidding. That's my Siri voice, by Once the way. Once you That's name a terrible Siri, Siri impression. we did
1: make Siri now – uh-huh. I mean – her their entire existence revolves around us.
0: There are probably our kids named Siri and it's like uh-huh. or Alexa. Ooh. there's probably a lot of Alexas. Yeah. And they're getting they've probably taken <laughs> their middle name now. Whatever that middle name was is very important. What if so a Siri, if you name if you name if you're like if you named your kid like Alexa and then you use like an old family name right. and now that kid's like Fanny. I can either be yeah, I can either be Alexa and be teased or I can be Fanny and be teased. Which right. one is worse? Yeah.
1: <sighs> hey Fanny. Yeah. Hey Alexa.
0: Right, I don't Alexa.
1: Don't Or maybe it's like an honor thing though Because you're like in the culture Like I wish my name was Alexa People would say it all the time Everyone knows it
0: But then if like your friends call out Hey Alexa Like all their devices They alert Yeah. So you just have to change it Just for convenience
1: Why don't they think of that when they picked a, They picked a real person's name Yeah, could
0: I think they it. didn't want it to be like You know Corbo Because <laughs> it sounds too robotic They wanted it to be like a friend so I they like chose
1: Corbo. Un- Corbo? Let's, let's do that one.
0: Hey, Corbo. But it's spelled with a Q. It's like a. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
1: <laughs> it's very. I have a friend named Corbin. I could start calling him Corbo. Corbo. Yeah. yeah. Corbo's your what buddy. What is I, Corbo? Corbo's your buddy. He's Canadian. He probably would be like, "What, what did you just say to me?" Yeah. <laughs> a. He says, uh, "I love it." He says, "Process."
0: Oh, does he? Yeah, does he say process? vitamins? I don't know if I got them to say vitamins schedule. yet. jewel. They got a little English vibe to them a sometimes. A little British. Yeah. Canadians have a little British influence. Johnny, in you that. speak English. Um All right. barely. I speak Corbo. You speak Corbo.
1: Corbos, that's a funny that's good.
0: But I'm saying like I think they didn't want it to be this is your at home robot because that scares people. But when you say, Oh, it's an Alexa, they go, Oh, this is oh. seems like a family friend. Yeah. What was the name of the robot in iRobot? I don't know. The movie with Will Smith where yeah. they attack him and I don't remember. Yeah. Maybe it was Corbo. Maybe. That'd be crazy. Well, maybe. Oh my gosh. Coincidence.
1: If you see know. if you see Alexa's like little things suddenly have two red eyes, uh huh. That's the that's the telltale.
0: Like yeah. that's the key. Run. Every sci fi movie, yeah. That's the red eye. Have you ever uh we've talked about this like A million episodes ago, because I think it's back when Dane was with us, and we were talking about the creepy stuff in the Denver airport, like all the conspiracies. And there's a statue um, of a gigantic horse, and uh, what do they call him? It's a big blue statue of a horse, and they call him Demon – I can't remember it. But anyway, he's got red eyes. And the story behind him, and this is a true story, the sculptor who was making that horse, a piece of it broke off and killed him. Wow. And somebody else had to come in and finish the horse. Wow. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Jeez. It like severed like an artery or something and he like died later.
1: And so they gave the horse red eyes because of
0: it? No, I think it was art maybe maybe that maybe that's... the red eyes weren't already a design. I don't I think you just I don't know. If you ever fly into Denver though and you see that I mean, there's pictures of it that you could pull up, but like it is.
1: You would either, if you were the family, you'd either want them to finish the horse to honor. Yeah. Or like get rid of the horse. I don't ever remember this again, you know?
0: Yeah. But maybe it it was like,
1: if it, obviously if they had. He's up
0: on his, like he's in attack mode too. He's up on his haunches. Do horses attack really? Well, he's up there saying like, hey, look out planes. But if he commissioned, if
1: he commissioned the sculpture, I guess you need in order to pay out for the
0: family probably to finish it. Maybe. I don't know. I've never
1: done a sculpture.
0: I wonder if there's like a little placard down at the base of it that honors the guy. I don't know. Because it's like near the runway. It's not like it's just like you can go walk up to it, I think.
1: I can remember, by the way, when I was a youth pastor, maybe you were here for this retreat, that one of the things I did at the end was I gave all the kids Play-Doh and told them to sculpt something like creatively out of their vision for the future and all that. But it, it wasn't great. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I'm saying like what do you really make out of play what, what was I thinking what are they going to do with that
0: I was trying to be like super were there a lot of snakes
1: a lot of uh, we just want to run from the snakes you know yeah man I think I made a crown out of mine maybe <laughs>
0: um, I'm going to find the name of this because there's like a funny name that they've given it
1: they're a funny name to a horse that killed the scorpion.
0: no but I'm saying it's like it's a uh... maybe it's a horse with no name mm. okay I'm going to show you this picture and you're going to be you're going to think it's made up. That's what it looks like.
1: Wow. That's outside. Yeah, it's outside. I, I thought it was inside.
0: No, no, no. So like I'm going to show it to the camera, the most demonic. Does it have lights? Beaming. Yeah, lights are in his eyes. What? Coming out of his eyes. So they call it, but I, hang on what he's called? Blue Mustang. Blucifer. Lucifer. That's what it is. Lucifer. So they I call they don't call him Lucifer wow. uh, because of the demon eyes and the weird mythology behind him was killing that, his own sculptor.
1: That's a play on words.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's not really called Lucifer.
1: No, no, I'm saying that. It's not a pun.
0: Blue. Lucifer.
1: No, I get it. I'm saying, is it a play on words or a pun? I'm asking which kind of joke it is. Huh. Because you're the expert here. I would
0: think that's more wordplay, because it doesn't feel like something that you're like Correct. seven-year-old would have come up with. Because it's not a real word. To me, word. it's like, if it could be on a Laffy Taffy, yeah. then it doesn't qualify. That's a dad joke. We should ask Rick. But Lucifer's like funny. Lucifer yeah. makes like...
1: <laughs> well, yeah. And you drink a yeah. little tiny thing of sherry. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Anyway, stay away from Denver Airport. There's some creepy things going on. There.
1: <laughs> Moral of the story: Don't connect to uh, Denver. If you get there, look for the porter.
0: Look for the porter. Take you out to Lucifer. Maybe. And I don't think that's where they. <laughs> It'd be great if the bags just came out of the horse. <laughs> okay. Just standing waiting. It's just like a conveyor belt, just coming right out. Yeah. You know? That'd be weird. So, yeah. Uh, you know what's not weird, though, Johnny? What's that? Our website. We talked about it earlier, but it's talkaboutthatpodcast.com. Uh-huh. 208 Archive episodes. We think. I'm not real sure. 2010. It's a long week. It's a lot. Uh, but the point is, you can binge that while you head with your family to St. Augustine. Yeah. And But listen, check the rental car seats for your $1.25. Right. They're sunglasses. out there somewhere. Somebody's out there Maybe just, just like a- blocking the sun.
1: Take take a pair of glasses. Leave a pair of glasses. Like it's one it of those is, things. It is. It's
0: like a change dish.
1: Yeah, and just that's good because if it's take, only a dollar, do uh, you know what happened though? The guy cleaning out the car threw it away. Yeah,
0: probably. And guys,
1: we don't want you to do that no. with this episode or your we chance want you to, to leave to search a review. The house
0: like a woman who lost a coin mm. until you find that coin.
1: Yeah, and when you find it, go to go to our website and leave us
0: a review, preferably a five star. I was going to say spend the coin at Patreon. Yeah. come a, become a sponsor.
1: We're not taking crypto right now. Oh. Uh but we'll take real money. Oh. Not that crypto is not real oh, money. Boy, we're, we're going to have probably. so many crypto oh, bros come goodness. after us cuz
0: we just don't know enough about it. Sorry. That's why we're ignorant. Uh, They've made so much money.
1: Your podcast is probably way more successful than ours. It probably wouldn't is. take much. No. Uh so don't be bragging about it. Hey. Hey, sorry. Don't pick on sorry. our podcast. I'm sorry.
0: I'm very proud of it.
1: Wow, well, obviously you've changed your uh, tone a little bit. Look at any criticisms today.
0: I'm just being. I'm just being contrarian. <laughs>
1: He's like, no, it's when
0: funny. you're positive, I have to go negative. So when you go negative, I'm like, oh, here we go. I got to be positive. The key
1: is I got to stay negative. Yes. Okay. I got done. <laughs> That's right. I've been fighting my whole life for the right to do that.
0: We need a contrarian politician because everybody's so mud now. Just mudslinging is all politics. Yeah. We need a guy just to become be like so positive that yeah. just like a Ted Lasso of politics.
1: That's what's crazy is it's now, just so
0: it's like. Something about that guy. He's
1: always smiling. But contrarianism becoming positivity. Uh-huh. It wasn't that say about our society.
0: Yeah, it's like, it's the rebellious thing to be, to have a positive outlook. Wow.
1: Yeah. Guys, and that's why we started this podcast. So you don't have to be a part of the rebellion.
0: That's the new punk rock. No, way, being positive. Yeah, be a part of the rebellion. Yeah.
1: The right rebellion. This is like the Star Wars rebellion.
0: You want to be a rebel. Yes.
1: In this particular
0: case. Don't be Darth Vader. Right. The Empire. Not that you could. There's only one Darth Vader and he's...
1: there's been a lot of action figures. That's true. Like many Darth Vaders. Lots of kids in their heart wanted to be Darth Vader for some reason. Um, Not like the real Darth Vader. They just oh, to play.
0: That's fun. So maybe they Force did. choke would their be parents. be cool to pick things up with your mind. Just because I'm lazy. Not even a matter of like using the force to run the vacuum. See, Wouldn't the, that be something? Do you know what, Johnny? And this will
1: blow your mind. You know, if I had the ability to pick something up with my mind, you know what I would pick up the most? What? Myself. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now I do have to walk anymore.
0: Just you pick, just float? Just pick myself up and float wherever I want to go. You would be the fattest <laughs> Jedi in Surely all the galaxy. Surely you have that kind of
1: power, you can also just reshape your body. I don't know.
0: I don't think you understand you know. the Force at all. <laughs> <laughs> You're just going to be a weird, bloated Sith Lord. <laughs> just floating around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, is John really powerful? He is, but he just (laughs) levitates fries into his mouth. That's all he ever... Can I levitate, like when
1: I eat wings and stuff gets through my teeth, can I levitate the pieces of wings out from beneath? Because you're a place You're like
0: floating above the treadmill. It's on, but you're just not not making contact. You're like, I can't lose these last 50 pounds. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. Anyway, guys, thanks for listening. you're terrific, and we love you very much.
1: We have received a lot of amazing emails lately. We have. Yeah. And uh, thank you, guys. It mean, every one of them means a lot to us. Uh, I'm still doing the giveaway. I've given away a lot of books now. Yeah. But the deal remains. So if you'd like to be a part, if you're just willing to write an Amazon review of Not So Black and White. Uh, in fact, I'm going to open it up again because there's a there's a huge deal right now as well on my other book, uh, The Ultimate Guide for the Avid Endorsement. Okay. So if you're interested in writing a review of that one, I'm going to open up a temporary giveaway for that one as well. So just email me at john at johndriver.com. Love but you know jump on
0: heart. this deal while you can. The ARC door is closing. This will not be available yeah. forever, you guys.
1: Yeah, I'll send it to you, no cost. Just write an honest review
0: on Amazon. Where do they – oh, you have to write on Amazon. Amazon's
1: where I you – yeah, know, what we need you to write. But it.
0: then how, they leave their address, and that's how you know to get them? They send me their address in the email. Oh, I see. Then I send them
1: a book, and then they go to
0: Amazon. But did you give your email address out? Yeah, I just did. Oh.
1: John at johndriver.com. You weren't listening, apparently.
0: I'm sorry. I just hope
1: they are. You know, that's I'm the right here. Uh, and then, you know, hey, follow Johnny and me both on Instagram. You can check out our Linktree with all of our stuff. Yes. Linktrees have everything. Uh, Linktree slash Johnny w? w Comedy.
0: No, just Johnny just W. Just Johnny
1: W. And then Link, Linktree slash John Driver. So, mm-hmm. yeah, check it out. Hey, uh, send us things you would like for us to talk about as well. Uh, we always love... Listeners asking us questions and things we can do to expand. There's a lot of exciting things happening behind the scenes right now on the podcast. Maybe yeah. just say a prayer for the podcast. There's like cool things happening that we're kind of exploring right say now. Say a prayer
0: for the podcast. We're on a path and there's a principle of the path. Yeah. We want you to participate with us as we pay it forward yeah. and bring you uh, proprietary... Piles of
1: profundity. wow Did you get that? We did it. I don't get to use the word profundity quite a bit as, as much as I would like, so I'm glad we worked in here today. So it's a little pretentious. But uh, what are you going to do? It's pertinent. I can't help it. All right, guys. Hey, thank you for the time you spend. We'll see you next week on Talk About the Hat.